It's not just another day in your life. Things are changing for the better. At Comcast, we see those changes and we're thinking about how we use technology today to live, work, learn, and play. And we're building for the future now, so we're better prepared for the wants and needs of tomorrow. That's why Comcast is rolling out multi-gig internet speeds to more than 50 million homes and businesses before the end of 2025, making our already industry-leading network even faster, smarter, greener, and more reliable. Over the decades, Comcast has been your partner, working hard to serve your community, and will continue to be your partner. We're expanding our gigabits so you can enjoy the tiny bits that matter most. Hi, welcome back to the Financially Fit Podcast. I am your host, Andre Creighton. Uh, for those that are new, welcome to the show. Uh, we have a great one for you today. Uh, for those returning, appreciate you all sticking with me. Uh, and I look forward to talking about our, uh, our topic today. Um, so today, what we're going to talk about, uh, we are going to talk about credit reports. We'll get back to our podcast in a moment. But first, Black Beyond Measure honors and elevates Black creators, artists, entrepreneurs, and others in the Black community. Target holds the community front and center, supporting their products, ambitions, and efforts, and people behind them, encouraging them to thrive. Capricia Ambers is a local Twin Cities artist whose work can be seen in Target's diverse artist series. Her featured designs include beautiful, bold silhouettes and can be found on throw pillows, doormats, mugs, tumblers, and more. She finds inspiration from her connection to her city and her community. So last week we talked about, you know, credit cards and 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 a, a lot of the intricate pieces around how do you utilize credit cards and make it work for you. Today we're going to talk about your credit report. You know, um, you, there's one thing that's always constant, and that's that at some point in your life you're going to need a credit to you, utilize your credit score to be able to get something. Whether that's a car, a home, um, whatever, any a personal loan, whatever it may be, you're going to need your credit score to be able to qualify for something like that. So today I'm going to talk about how they capture that credit score and what are the things you need to be thinking about to continue to improve your credit score. You know, if you're not happy about where you are today, that's OK. Um, I'm going to give you the pieces to be able to move ahead and uh, increase that credit score so you can get that new home or get that new car and have a, a decent interest rate, especially in an interest rate environment like today. Um, so, but first, as you know, I like to start everything out with a story. So I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, dating back all the way to 2000 and, wow, 2010. So 2010, it was the summer of 2010. I had just finished my freshman year at Gustavus Adolphus College, majoring in accounting. Uh, and I was looking for my first internship as a, as a, 
incoming sophomore. And I landed an internship working at Affinity Plus Credit Union. If you're not from Minnesota, you might not know have heard of Affinity Plus Credit Union, but it's much like many of your credit unions across the country. Um, I think the thing that makes Affinity Plus a little different is uh, when I was working there, they truly allowed gave their employees a lot of empowerment. So as an intern, I was taking calls and uh, approving people for auto loans and HELOC. So your HELOC is your home equity line of credit. Um, I was improving people for lots of different things. So during that time, I saw a lot of different credit scores. Um, I saw people that came in that knew nothing about their credit score, didn't have much uh, much debt at all, which also is not a great thing, right? You, you need to have some type of debt to increase your credit score. Um, and then I saw people on the other side of it that had tons of credit um, uh, debt and that was affecting or impacting their credit score. And then I saw a bunch of people that had, you know, lots of lines of credits and things like that, but they were utilizing it to the best of their abilities and they had tremendously good credit scores. So, um, you know, as I came down this journey as an intern, I started to think about, you know, I didn't have any credit at that point other than my, you know, the small student loans I had. So that summer I took out, I needed a new laptop. So I took out a computer loan. Uh, Affinity Plus had a computer loan for college students. It was very favorable terms. I think it was something like, you know, 7.9% interest or something like that, which if I had used my credit card to go do that, that's, you know, 20 to 24.9% or whatever the credit uh, card rate is. But um, that was kind of the beginning of my journey of learning how to utilize my credit, but then also, you know, uh, though that was my first interaction with debt, um, I didn't know all the ins and outs. And that led me down a, a, a path of, okay, well, I got this and I paid that off. Well, let me go and get a credit card now. And, and we talked a little bit about some of my um challenges as a you know young 20 year old with credit cards and making lots of money um in the eyes of what is a lot of money for you know someone of that that age and stature so so let's jump into it um so when you think about your credit score you know you have to think about it like a pie chart right um you know you you think about when you're eating the pie, you cut your slices, you divide and give it out to other people or uh, cut some up for your family. It's no, no different with your credit score, right? That's exactly what the, the bureaus do. Um, they have their percentages of each pie and they cut it and slice and dice it. And then they run their algorithms and they come up with your score. And sometimes it's either it could be 500, it could be 800, right? Obviously, you know, 800 being really really good in societal's lens in a societal lens um and 500 being okay well we got some work to do which is okay it's okay to have work to do this thing uh, this financially fit journey is a lifelong journey so if you're not where you are right now that is okay but let's continue to focus on what are the things we need to do to continue to get more financially fit, right? You want that six pack, right? You want you want you want nice abs. You have to put in the work to do to get nice abs, right? You have to do the sit ups. You got to do. You got to go and do your cardio. You got to eat right. 
there's all those pieces to that pie that you got to do in order to get a six pack or to have abs, right? The same is with your credit score. So the first one is, you know, uh, 35% of your, of your, the algorithm to decide your credit score is your credit history. So when you think about your credit history, you're thinking about things like, um, are you paying, have you made your payments on time? Um, have you had any derogatory things on your credit score, right? Um, obviously those derogatory things like being in collections or owing back child support or owing alimony or things like that, like those are the things we need to take care of first, right? Because those are things that are going to follow your credit report all the time. So I'll tell you a quick story. When I was in college, uh, I lived off campus my senior year with a bunch of buddies and we had like a, a duplex. There was eight of us that lit four on each side. And we all had a piece to the things that we own in the house, right? Or the things that we were renting. So for instance, I was paying for our Comcast and they would, you know, give their parts and we would uh, divide and conquer. So fast forward to June of 2013, I graduate college, right? Um, and I don't return the Comcast equipment, right? Uh, and I come back home. They don't have my home address. So about a year passes by and my credit score started dropping. I was like, what is going on? My credit score was just, you know, I don't know, 700 or something like that. Like it really good because I, I, I typically pay my things on time. Uh, I haven't really had any any time where I, I haven't paid my bills on time. Um, but I noticed my score was dropping. So I finally went to uh, Credit Karma and um, pulled my report. And I saw I had a derogatory thing on Comcast where they were, I had like $50 in collections, right? It's those little things, right? $50 in collections, you know, we spend that on fast food or we spend that out at a restaurant or we spend that doing whatever hobby we want to do, right? Um, so it's really important to stay connected to your credit report because there could be things, if you see your score dropping, there's probably something on there potentially that uh, you don't know about and you need to take care of it. Or maybe, you know, right now theft is a thing. Identity theft is a thing. So you want to make sure you stay close to your credit report, be checking that report often to make sure you understand where you are. Uh, the next thing is 30% of your account uh, or 30% of it is the amount old or your credit utilization. So um, you always want to keep your utilization um, around 30% or lower across all of your cards. Um, that typically is like the benchmark that shows that you have um, that you're not, for lack of a better way of saying it, desperate for credit, right? Or that you aren't over overdoing it um, in 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 the creditor's eyes. So um, those are the things they look for. Is like, yes, it's great to have credit cards and have a big um, limit, but if that limit exceeds, if your utilization exceeds thirty percent, that is an issue. So you want to take time to make sure that you're continuing to drive down that utilization if you are over 30% on any of your cards, it's only gonna help your credit score. And like I said, that's 30% of your score. Um, so they look at you know how long your, your credit card accounts have been established. 
So they look at uh, the age of your oldest account, you know, the age of your your newest account, and then they take the average of all of your accounts. So those are some of the ways that they're accounting for um, the length of your credit, your 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 uh, credit, which is the third one, and that's about fifteen percent. Um, they also look at how long a specific credit account has been established, um, how long has it been since you. Uh, use certain accounts. So like I said, you can have a large limit, say it's $10,000, right? But if you haven't used it in a couple of years, that's only going to help you and be favorable towards uh, your credit score. So those are some things you want to think about as you're continuing down your path of deciding whether you want a credit card and you're trying to build your credit and things like that. Um, the other one is uh, 10% is new credit. So um, whenever you open a new account, um, you know, they take that to, into account. And obviously, we talked a little bit about the length of your credit history being 15%. So when you open a new account, um, if they're taking the average of all your cards, obviously, that's only going to drive down that average, right? So you want to be conscious when you're taking out cards, make sure that it's a benefit to you, right? Um the last one is 10% is your credit mix. So when we talk about credit mix for myself, let's talk about myself. So I have a few credit cards. You know, I carry one for airlines because I don't want to pay for flights. So um, I typically every month I will take my airline credit card and I'll swipe it for um, when I was renting an apartment, I would swipe it for my rent. Um, and then I would pay it right, right off right away, right? Um, but I wanted those points to be able to fly for free. Um, I typically carry a card that has some type of cash back. So whether that's just Discover It card, um, there's various other ones. Um, and then I carry typically one for like a store that I typically use quite often. So maybe it's a Target, um, something like that, because there's, there's typically some pretty good rewards in that way. Um, but then when you think about your credit mix, it's also looking at your student loans, any personal loans. So if you take, we talked last week about, you know, potentially consolidating uh, all of your credit card into a loan, if it makes sense for you, um, that's a part of your credit mix, right? That's different than your revolving credit. It's a fixed loan, right? Um, your mortgage, uh, I, I mentioned your student loans. Those are the things that are factored into your credit mix. So you want a good credit mix. Now, you don't have to have all of those things. Um, you're not docked if you don't have student loans. Like That's not going to hurt you because it's not part of your credit mix. But you do want to have a good credit mix. You don't want to have all credit cards and no loans. Um, so as you're thinking about those things, continue to think about what, when I make a decision on debt or taking out or utilizing a, car, a credit card or a loan or whatever it is, you need to think about the whole picture. How does this fit into your financially fit journey, right? It's the same way if when I, you know, my battle is uh, I, I like I like brownies, right? Um, and I've been a person to work out quite a bit, but when I, I get into those points where, you know, I maybe went for a two hour workout and now I'm like, dang, I really want a brownie. You have to think about how is that helping my financial, my, my uh, fitness journey, right? The same as on the finance side. How is it helping my financially fit journey? So I hope you I hope you learned a little bit about how your credit score is calculated. Um, obviously, it differs a little bit if uh, you are 
a person that doesn't have any debt or any any loans um that changes things quite a bit um so not all calculations are the same but this is the way they calculate for the generate general population so uh i hope that this helped you today um this i will tell you is one of the most important episodes because your credit score is so important that is going to be the driver of all the things that we talked about in the first few episodes and i hope you can kind of see how they're coming together you know we talked about your net worth right if you take out debt that's going to hit your liabilities it's going to hurt your net worth we talked about um you know if you take out debt uh, and your interest rates are high, right? That's going to impact your residual. So that hurts your budgeting, right? And your residual income. So I hope you're starting to see how all of this is coming together. Um, but at the end of the day, my goal is to give you the tools to be cognizant of what is important as you're making these life decisions, because they do impact you and you might not see it on day one. I don't want you to be five years down the road and say, dang, I wish I wouldn't have taken out that loan or taken out that credit card. Now I got $20,000, $30,000 of debt. So let's be proactive instead of reactive, okay? As I always say, it's not about how much money you make. The power is in how much money you keep. This is the Financially Fit Podcast, and I am your host, Andre Creighton. Thank you for being with me today. Have a great day. Hi, I'm Shaletta Burnage. I'm a media personality, podcaster, and a business owner. But my most important role is mom. Three of my beautiful kids have been diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. When I didn't know who to trust or where to turn, I found Agra. ACRA provides home care services to families all over Minnesota. The care is not one size fits all. They know each one of my kids is unique. They listen to what resources we needed and what's best for our family. I've seen my kids grow and thrive with ACRA's in-home care. While autism is the most common diagnosis among ACRA clients, ACRA offers personalized in-home care services for people with disabilities, chronic illnesses, behavioral diagnosis, and mental illness. They work with children, adolescents, and older folks too. Find out more about ACRA at their website, acrahomecare.org. ACRA helps me provide my kids with a better quality of life. They can do it for your family too. You know Shaletta makes you laugh, but did you know Shaletta Brundage can also make you think and boost your business? Media personality, activist, and comedian Shaletta Brundage founded Shaletta Makes Me Laugh to celebrate and share the best of black culture. It's a podcasting platform. You can download 10 weekly podcasts hosted by African-American subject experts at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com is also a production house creating broadcast quality commercial content. And Shaletta and her team of storytellers create powerful promotional campaigns to get businesses the brand awareness they're looking for. Some of Minnesota's top businesses trust Shaletta, and you can too. Get out the word about your events and products and get in front of communities of color with ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com.
She's got the power to help your business. Do you worry that lead-based paint in your older home might be dangerous to your children or kids who visit you? Well, Hennepin County put those fears to rest. Hennepin County offers free lead tests and home assessments. If they find anything, eligible homeowners and landlords can receive up to $15,000 for work on the home, including new windows. The government banned lead-based paint 45 years ago when it was discovered that lead poisoning can affect development and cause permanent damage in young children. But 75% of those homes built before 1978 still contain some lead-based paint. As the paint degrades, it can make dust that little kids ingest when they're crawling and putting things in their mouths. So make sure your home is safe and hazard-free. Learn about testing and that $15,000 grant at hennepin.us backslash lead control. That's hennepin.us backslash lead control. COVID-19 is still going around, and even a mild case can be serious during pregnancy. So what should you do if you're pregnant and have a positive COVID test? First, reach out to your doctor or healthcare provider. There might be treatment options they can recommend. That includes giving you a prescription for an antiviral drug you take in pill form by mouth. If you haven't gotten a COVID vaccine, it's not too late. Doctors say vaccinations are safe in any trimester but the sooner the better. Pregnancy can be a time of great joy and anticipation. So take good care so you and your baby are healthy. And congratulations. Every business has a story. Maybe yours is just starting out. Maybe you've reached a turning point. Or maybe you feel like you're ready for your next chapter. Work with a banker who understands the resources, expertise, and innovative thinking that it takes to make your business success story a reality. Work with Bremer Bank, because understanding is everything. Put us to work for you today at bremer.com. Our mental health is part of our total well-being. We're worthy of joy and self-care. Because when we see mental health, we see a community that cares. WWW cmentalhealth.org At General Mills, our table is your table. And we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity. 